most of us think that when we get something we'll be happy but true happiness is when you give the very purpose of life is to share the goodness with everybody around and that's what sangachatam means let's walk together in the vedic lineage there are two schools of thought the school of duality or dvaita and the school of non duality or advaita advaita has a heavy support of proof in terms of the upanishads bhagavad gita yoga vasishta ashtavakra gita all these are proponents of the advaita principle what is advaita principle what exists is just pure consciousness which is called as brahman everything else is an appearance within that consciousness so that which appears but has no substantive reality to itself just like a reflection in a mirror appears but has got no reality of its own is called as mithya or illusion <coughs> and how does this illusion appear because of a medium like if there is no mirror you cannot see the reflection similarly if there is no medium called maya or the mind you can't see the apparent reality and why do you see the apparent reality why are you not able to see it just as a reflection just like you see a reflection in the mirror and don't confuse it for the true self and that is called ignorance so the main reason for you to mistake the apparent reality for absolute reality is ignorance and how do you overcome this ignorance knowledge just by knowing yeah i mean you might have seen this in some movies uh, they used they used to have this type of long shots in movies of the past in bollywood movies if you have seen that the focus is on the hero or the heroine and then slowly the camera zooms out and when it zooms out you will see that what you were initially seeing was not the hero or the heroine but their image in a mirror so as the camera zooms out you now see the image as well as the subject in front of the mirror 
Yeah, you have seen this type of shorts? It was very common uh, two, three decades ago in the movies. So, the moment you became, you saw both the reality as well as the apparent reality, you suddenly instantly you knew that, oh, these are different. This is the real one that is just a reflection. Yeah. So, knowledge instantly frees you from the ignorance of mistaking the apparent reality for true reality. Even this mistaking the apparent reality or the falsity for true is called adhyasa, adhyasa and overcoming that with the help of knowledge through directly realizing the truth is called nididhyasa. So, in the duality principle, there is clearly multiplicity of diversity in existence. The diversity is just as me and everything else. It could just be me and God or it could be me and that all different things you see or appear to see in creation. So, in the path of duality there is me and God, Jiva and Ishwara, me and the Guru, Guru and Shishya. Here the problem is karma. In the path of knowledge or Dvaita line of thinking, the main problem is ignorance. Ignorance leads to misinterpretation of reality which then leads you to suffering because you are focusing your attention on something which is unreal and expecting something real out of it. But in the path of Dvaita which is mainly the path of devotion and uh, action you can call, the main reason for your shortcomings in life, the unpleasantness in life is past karma. How do you overcome this karma? By devotion by service, by right action. So, discipline, action, devotion, all these are given enormous importance in the Dvaita principle. Everyone is devoted to something or the other. Some are devoted to family, some are devoted to money, some are devoted to pleasure. What Dvaita says is, take all this ordinary devotion in the material world and place it on the divine which is absolute. And by doing that you attain the qualities of where you surrender. So, you surrender to the divine, the qualities of divine start appearing in you. You surrender to the world, the worldly qualities will appear in you, raga, dvesha. So, in the path of Dvaita, it is saying that the karmas are binding you you have to purify your inner faculties by right action. By doing that you help, you will be able to mitigate the impact of karma. And what is the right action? As Krishna says, yajna, dana and tapa. Engage in yajna, dana and tapa and through that you will be able to reach the divine. In the path of knowledge, meditation is more important, non-doing, akarma is the role. Both 
aim to free you both aim to free you from suffering both aim to take you towards liberation but in the path of knowledge the liberation is instant through the arisal of knowledge and the easier path for you to be established in knowledge is a karma meditation a state of non doing a state of witness whereas in dvaita it is action in advaita the freedom is instant ashtavakra says janaka you are free right now if you think you are bound only then you are bound in yoga vasishta vasishta says rama you are free why don't you start living like one but in dvaita you are not free you are bound he says you have to go through lifetimes of intense practice and tapas and penance and dedication and purification of yourself in the service of the lord then you will become free it is somewhere in the future and also it looks a little bit like post mortem the jeevan mukta is not that very popular in the dvaita line of thinking it is after the end of this life if you look at all the stories in the bhagavatam at the end of that life that devotee becomes one the feet of the divine and in the path of dvaita god is proactive god is proactive god appears as uh, avataras god comes in to restore harmony balance in the creation whereas in the path of advaita god is completely disinterested nirlipta he is just a witness to all that is happening anything that is happening is only happening in the realm of the body and mind and that is your own karma propagating it god says has got no mad business dealing with your karma only outside the boundary of karma i am there so in the path of in both accept gross body subtle body and the causal body in advaita all the three your part is yours there is gross body the physical body the subtle body which is the mind and then the causal body and beyond the causal body of is brahman whereas in dvaita it stops at causal body and it is the causal body is divine that is god the causal body has attributes but brahman is beyond the causal body it has got no attributes it's a pure witness it is completely disinterested in ups and downs of life yeah so brahman is completely non reactive whereas god in the dvaita philosophy is proactive he punishes you he rewards you he looks after you he could be a father he could be a mother he could be so you can relate to god but in brahman you don't have to relate to anything you are that whom are you trying to relate to what you are trying to relate to is you yourself do you see this so in the path of knowledge the emphasis is you know, to identify that you are not the body you are not the mind and engage with the true self but whereas in the path of action or the dvaita or the bhakti you are to utilize your body and mind and make it pure and disciplined so that you can move towards the causal body yeah 
So, 80 percent of the Vedic text is comprised of the Dvaita which is called Karma Kanda, whereas 20 percent is comprises of the Gnana Kanda or the Upanishadic or the path of knowledge. So, in the Upanishadic way, in the path of knowledge, there is no relevance to austerities, there is no relevance to rituals, whereas it has significant impact in the path of devotion, the path of action. Why Bhagavad Gita is so great is even though its essence is the path of knowledge, even though its essence is no Krishna also says few times that uh, Arjuna many types of people come to me, but my favorite are the Gnanis. In many other ways, many other times he keeps on pushing towards how knowledge is superior to everything. And he says in the fire of knowledge all karmas will burn away instantly. So, he gives the Advaitic principle, but he also does not uh, discount the non-Advaitic or the Advaitic principles. That is why he gives yajna, dana and tapa. So, Bhagavad Gita is fantastic mainly because it caters to everyone and everybody can relate to it. Yeah. So, what should be our approach then? How do we approach this? First of all, you realize that these two are not contradictory. The path of action and devotion are not contradictory. In fact, the path of devotion is a stepping stone, the path of action is a stepping stone towards path of knowledge and devotion makes this happen very quickly. Whatever you are devoted to those qualities come to you. So, if you are devoted to an enlightened person, his knowledge becomes yours, his space becomes yours. Yeah? So, these are not contradictory, but these are supportive stepping stones, but the ultimate is the instant freedom through knowledge. Yeah. So, first you ask yourself, what is it that appeals to me more? Are you more of a Dvaita? Do you, do you feel more comfortable with duality? Then that is ok. Now, work towards purifying your faculties. Do more sadhana, engage in more service. If you want like rituals, you do. But know that this is a longer process. This is giving, going to give you the fruit sometime in the future. At the same time, keep your attention on the knowledge. Intellectually, you can discuss and say, oh, I am not the body, I am the mind, I am not the mind, I am beyond the body and mind, I am Brahman. But if your buttons are pushed very quickly, if you get stressed very quickly, if you people can make you angry very quickly, then you know that that is not a living reality for you. Whatever is happening in the body mind, you are holding it more important what is happening behind. You are not able to let go or ignore that. So, there is a danger of you becoming just a philosopher, just a theoretical person with no essence, with no essential, uh, with no direct realization of the truth which the Upanishads are proclaiming. Uh, Vivekananda says that many know, only few realize. So, intellectually you might have understood, but you may not have lived. To live what you need to do? You need to experience samadhi more and more. If your focus is mainly on the action, the ritualistic part and less on meditation, then it becomes much more, more difficult for you to realize directly the knowledge of the self.
but through your rituals your chanting your action you are able to mitigate your karma bring it down a bit so you will become little bit more sensitive to knowledge and more importantly in the realm of body and mind you will be more comfortable you know but that is a very smaller achievement see in the path of knowledge in the path of uh, action you need to fix things around you know you need to make them more comfortable convenient whereas in the path of knowledge there is no need to fix anything because anyway this existence is a dream who wants to fix the dream so the advaitic path the path of knowledge takes this attitude of who wants to fix it just be a witness it's all a dream anyway whereas in the path of devotion no it is not a dream it is real what is happening to me in my body is real my mind is real what is happening to my husband wife children they are all real and you are so much invested in that aspect of the life then you need those tools of dvaita of path of action to rise above those challenges and krishna very beautifully says in bhagavad gita you know in the beginning for somebody in the beginning proactivity is the way once you are established yoga rudhasya shama ati uchyate shama iti uchyate for a beginner it is being proactive action but for somebody who is established in yoga it is letting go and sitting back and relax tranquility initially is action and then ultimately it is relaxation or meditation and also in the kshetra kshetragna vibhaga yoga he says what does he say o arjuna see this whole this body as the field and the one the knower of this field is called kshetragna and there is a knower of this field and also know that i am the knower of all the fields i am the one witness who threads through all the beings i am the one light which illuminates all the houses i am the one electricity which at different points lights the bulbs lights the fan lights the oven lights the television so it is that one principle which is everywhere yeah so grasping these examples intellectually and actually experiencing them are two different things yeah and for that you need the experience of samadhi and that's what happens in aparoksha anubhuti adi shankara clearly opens these two paths he, he takes up all the patanjali's yoga sutras and then he says this is what the yoga sutra says but the same principle in the advaitic level is much higher you see in the path of duality the problem is a disturbed mind an unsettled mind a mind full of desires and cravings so what you need to do the whole yoga is what chitta vritti nirodha just settle this mind down once this once this mind settles down and becomes like a still still lake without ripples then when you look at it you can see your reflection very clearly now what is happening there is so much turbulence in the lake waves and ripples and so you can't see things clearly so it is settling it down settling it down 
but in the path of knowledge it is just seeing through the dream seeing through the illusion you know you have all seen this hologram you remember this hologram pictures you used to see there was uh, if you look at it first look it looks like there are two trees and if you look closely you can see that there is an old woman's picture in that you know, something like this yeah so until you see it for the first time it's a bit of an effort but once you have seen that once you have seen that then next time when you see it doesn't take that much time for it to figure out that old woman in that picture so that is the path of knowledge that is the way of the enlightened what when the enlightened see a furniture they first see the wood and then see the furniture when they see wave they see the water first but for the ignorant it is the opposite you see the wave and you just ignore the water you see the objects but just ignore the space in which the objects are held so this shift when it happens when it happens as a living reality for you that whenever you see you see the essence first and then the modifications you see the true reality first and then the falsity of it then you have moved along so there's a path of action and the path of knowledge both are taking you towards the same way you identify where you stand and then work on that from that point of view okay jai gurudev